And now, discover your true course. This podcast is a production of True Course Life and Leadership Development. Your host, founder and president, Dr. Michael Godfrey. Hello and welcome to Discover Your True Course. This podcast is a part of our service to and support for organizations and individuals in their pursuit of more that matters. You know it's a complicated, confusing world out there. Who do you trust to help you sort it out? True Course is a trusted guide for accomplished and successful individuals who know that there is still more that matters. These individuals discover ways to manage their success, to be more, see more, achieve more, and finish without regret, both personally and professionally. As we approach this new year of 2021, I want to offer you 12 personal development tips for living with more focus and more peace. For some time now, I've been a fan of Ed Hallowell, former professor at Harvard Medical School and one of the foremost authorities of our time on attention deficit disorder. Hallowell brings a powerful scientific background to the issue, as well as helpful, practical information. In his blog, Barking Up the Wrong Tree, Eric Barker quoted Hallowell as saying that our society has culturally generated ADD. In a Harvard Business Review article in January 2005 entitled Overloaded Circuits, Why Smart People Underperform, Hallowell points to a variant of this, which he calls Attention Deficit Trait. This trait is not a neurological disorder, but it springs entirely from the environment. I must say that I've noticed this in my personal experience as well as in the experience of those with whom I work. Here are 11 suggestions I would offer for personal development related to dealing with cultural ADD or attention deficit trait and as a result, living a more peaceful life with more focus. Number one. Establish your life focus by identifying your values, personal life mission, and key vision benchmarks for your life. If you don't define yourself, your environment will do it for you. If you don't decide what you will do, the currents of life will decide for you. Many, many people with whom I work have been experiencing difficulty for lack of such a life focus that is clearly stated and written out. Many of them have done something like this in business school or in a seminary class or other such places. They've written a personal mission statement. But most of the time when I ask them where it is, they say, I don't know. And they've really not done very much with it. They only did it because it was required for the class. When I assist people in doing this, I encourage them to write out what they believe these things to be. I offer them tools for it. And then I ask a lot of questions about what they write out not to judge what they've done, but to help them clarify their thoughts. So the first thing is, establish your life focus. So important. Know the end from the beginning, as Stephen Covey said. Number two, establish your priorities in light of your life focus and live by them. The word priorities points to something being before something else. And in life, if everything is equal, nothing is more important. There are some things in life that are more important, and these will be your priorities as defined by your life focus. Many individuals with whom I work struggle with time management. I really believe that the phrase time management is a misnomer. We don't manage time. Time flows on, the sun rises and sets, whether or not we do anything with it. 
But it is very, very important that we decide what we will do in that time. And this is established by our life focus and by the priorities we set as a result. Number three, simplify to live as purely as possible in integrity with what you decided about your life focus. Let that life focus be laser. Walk toward it, eliminate anything that doesn't contribute to it, and you will have a lot more focus and more peace in your life. If you're like most of us, you'll need to take some time with this every single day. Number four, establish clear boundaries in line with your foundational life focus and assert them as needed. When you decide your life focus, you have already drawn boundaries if you plan to be committed to it. Don't allow anything that will interfere with your mission and stay laser-focused on your life purpose, values, mission, and key vision benchmarks in your life. Number five, practice extreme self-care. Think about your computer keyboard. Up in the upper left corner, there is a key that has letters on it, E-S-C. On the keyboard, it means escape. But I'd like for you to think of it like this. When you think of that button, think of extreme self-care. That's what you need. You can nod at self-care or you can kind of pick at it, but it's so important that you make a commitment to care for yourself in every aspect of your being, in all areas, physically, emotionally, mentally, socially, and spiritually. Take care of yourself. Get plenty of sleep, healthy nutrition, and exercise. All of those are important to keep yourself really healthy. Number six, be kind to your brain. Learn how the brain works and how your brain works uniquely. Get clear about your unique modus operandi for your brain the way you work versus trying to imitate everyone else. And you can help your brain a great deal by practicing extreme self-care. Number seven, create routines. Sometimes people resist routine because they perceive it as boring or too restrictive. I think routine helps because it makes some things automatic and it allows us to not have to think so much or give so much attention or to remember because it becomes that automatic thing that happens. Your brain is the most energy-hungry organ in your body. It's only 2% of your body weight and consumes 20% of the energy. You can decrease this energy drain when you embrace routine in your schedule and automation as your best friend. They allow you to get things done without too much brain work, and you can devote your brain work to creative things or other aspects of problem solving that are needed. Number eight, organize. Get your stuff in order so that you're not constantly trying to find it or remember if you got everything before you went out the door. This has similar benefits to routine and automation in that you won't have to think as much. Number nine, Create your own life pace and rhythm. The cultural issues Hallowell describes are something of a wide-open, frantic craziness into which we are absorbed. I believe this is especially true in North America. I would encourage you to create a pace of life that works for you and allows you to achieve your life purpose and your life focus and mission while getting in the rhythm of exerting yourself and then resting and healing yourself. It needs to be an oscillation of moving back and forth between these two life pace, and life rhythm. Number 10, don't buy into the extrovert ideal. Susan Cain coins the term in her book, Quiet, noting its origination with Dale Carnegie's How to Win Friends and Influence People. 
If you're not more extroverted, then you're not going to win friends and influence people. This extrovert ideal, which goes much farther back than Dale Carnegie, calls for a fast-moving, risk-taking approach to tasks and people. This does not work for everyone. And even if you're the most extroverted person in the world, you still need this cycle of in and out and in and out. And I really wonder if this buying in to the extrovert ideal has contributed to the cultural ADD described by Hallowell. Number 11, embrace the impossibility of multitasking. We now know through contemporary brain science that we absolutely cannot multitask. No matter how good you may think you are at this, it is not possible. When you try to do it, or when you say you're doing it, you're really not doing two things at once. You're just rapidly shifting your attention back and forth between the two. When you try to do this, when you try to do two things at once, you increase error and decrease quality. So I would encourage you to focus on one task or personal interaction at a time. Be in that present moment. You'll feel better and feel less frantic. Number 12, be present. When you're focused on a single task or personal interaction, you can be present with it and experience it fully, which will actually make the experience more satisfying. So these are 12 helpful disciplines I've observed in a variety of my own experiences and those of my clients to help deal with culturally generated ADD and the real thing, ADHD, that is not culturally generated. They report greater focus and more peace. I wonder what principles you would add to the list. Go ahead and email me with them at discover at discoveryourtruecourse.com. And if we can serve you on your quest to be more, see more, achieve more, and finish without regret, contact us today. I'm Michael Godfrey. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. This has been a production of True Course Life and Leadership Development. Copyright by J. Michael Godfrey. All rights reserved.